0: The Risk Report with Ryan Huang Have you ever bought something only to be disappointed later? Well, when it comes to property, it can be a big deal because that is a big ticket item and that isn't really uncommon for property buyers moving into their new home only to realise, hey, this doesn't really look or feel like the showroom. What happened? Well, let's find out what tricks to look out for at the showroom from Ruben Dana Raj. He's partner at Stacked Homes. Hey, Ruben, thanks for joining us on the Risk Report. Hey, Ruben, thanks for having me today. (laughs) Hey, Ruben, so why do some buyers feel that way? How common is this feeling when some parts look a bit smaller, some parts feel a bit underwhelming? What's going on?
1: I think the phrase here is kind of the mismatch of expectations and that has become increasingly less over the years. I guess as um, internet outreach has increased, uh, buyers, renters, sellers, they're becoming a lot more informed. Uh, it's a lot easier to reach out to experts who then advise them on the paths to take and therefore you don't really get that massive um mismatch of expectations that you would get maybe like a couple of years ago right where you you paid for the unit and then Mm. you come in you open the door and like hey this is not what I paid for you know it's a a completely different thing that's it a mismatch of expectations is uh, natural right Um, and I think this is more geared towards new launch condos as opposed to resale condos and it happens more with first-time buyers as opposed to veteran buyers so why new launch condos well mainly because with resale units right you're able to actually go to the flat to have a look at the place uh you have a feel for the uh, the surroundings the views and everything so you're not really surprised with a new launch unit right the kind of threshold that you have really comes from the show flat unit itself Uh, And that can be very different from the actual unit you're getting, right? In terms of layouts, in terms of which floor it is, in terms of views and everything. And interior design as well Which I believe We might be uh, touching on In a bit mm. On the other hand With uh, why first-time buyers uh, Versus veteran buyers I think it's a It's relatively Self-explanatory Yeah uh, Veteran buyers Have already been Through the entire process Right So, so they have been Disappointed before They kind of know that Okay you know This is the uh, areas That I should be looking out for These are some red flags uh, First-time buyers Are kind of like oh you know I, i'm not really sure what to look yeah. for you know very very new to the scene
0: yeah ruben things can be tricky for first-time buyers so when you talk about mismatch of expectations what are some of the things these first-time buyers should be keeping in mind let's start with the furniture first
1: well with regards to furniture i think this applies more to the smaller units so we're talking about the one room units uh, possibly even two bedroom units um, regarding to uh, with regards to condo units right one big issue here is that most of the furniture we see in one bedroom units or two bedroom units show flats they're actually made to fit right so you see that that little sofa in the corner uh that that tiny little coffee table all those things have already been made to fit by the by the designers by the developers and so it looks very sleek it looks very nice but the truth is, when most people buy their sofas, when they buy their coffee tables, right, what they're doing is they're walking through the mall and they, they look at the furniture, cho- the furniture shop and they're like, hey, you know, this looks really good, I want to I wanna buy that. They buy it, they bring it back to the home and they realize it's, that entire sofa takes up a massive uh, space in the <laughs> living room. A- and that's because um, people are not really aware to the fact that, uh, to the importance of measuring uh, your furniture
0: uh, beforehand. Right. I think that's that's one of the, the slight yeah, issues. Yeah, because there. when you actually buy the furniture that you want to buy, it is not actually gonna be as small as like what is, you might see in a show flat. It's a different size. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. In fact, if you look at the sofas sometimes uh, in showrooms, you you have that little notice there that says, uh, please do not sit, right? So in that sense, you can't really have a feel of how big it really is. Everything is just eye power. And it's very easy, easy to be distracted mm. by all the, the things that are around, the colours, the sights. There are other people over there, so that's going to give some distraction to, yeah. to what you
0: should be focusing on. Yeah, Ruben from the furniture, let's move on to the materials. Walk us through what to look out for here. What is being displayed at a show flat? Is that what you will get? I would say
1: more or less, mostly, right? Um, In recent times, uh, a law or rather a regulation has been passed uh, so that whichever material or item that you see in a show flat, you're going to be seeing labels next to them. Labels on what materials they're made of. That being said, to go a step further, to dive a little bit deeper, it's very important to... We're not material experts. I am no material expert. But the truth is, it's always a quick Google search away. So for example, if you're looking at a sink, mm. right? Uh, you see the kind of material, maybe uh, full marble or marble, right? And you're not really sure what full marble is. So go and check it out. Go and check out what are the cons of it? What are the negatives? how does How is its long-term lifespan like? For example, Faux marble looks very similar to marble, right? So mm-hmm. you, at a first glance, you wouldn't really have uh, <laughs> much of a, uh, you, you wouldn't really see anything amiss. But the truth is, full marble tends to chip a lot uh, easier. It's less hit resistant. And 10, 15 years down the road, you can see that uh, wear and tear coming on. And that's something that you don't want to be spending extra money on. You know, You want to be aware of all these things.
0: Yeah, Ruben. So when we talk about that you no know, mismatch of expectations earlier, some people might not realise that different units actually have different ceiling heights. Uh, Ruben, how much of a difference are we looking at here?
1: Well, it really ranges. There's no particular figure. Of course, uh, certain condos, that is their USP, right? Uh, Massive ceiling heights, three meters. But really, the more poignant point here is that when you buy into lower units, so for example, a first floor unit, Mm -hmm. right? As well as a peak floor unit, a top floor unit, sometimes the penthouses and all. Those guys usually have much higher ceilings than all the other units uh, in between, the sandwich units. So... One way to make sure that you don't have a mismatch of expectations there is to check with the person at the show flat, whether it's an agent, um, a seller whatsoever, developer even if you're able to to speak with them. Ask them, um, hey, what is the ceiling height for my unit, which is going to be on the seventh floor, for example. Mm. Uh, And actually, that brings uh, another point, which is unit layouts, right? So if you're going to go into a show flat, chances are, especially if you look at bigger developments like the d Leaden. There's so, so many units. There's so many unit layouts. The Developers can't possibly show you all these layouts. So it's also important to look at the floor plan to understand that um, the unit you're buying could be actually very different, not just in
0: terms of furnishings, but also in terms of layout, right? Um, As opposed to the show flat. So talking about layouts, one of the things I observe is, you know, the generous use of mirrors. Ruben, is it right to call that a show flat trick? Yes, yes, (laughs) uh, definitely. Uh, (laughs)
1: That's definitely something you would... uh, assume as a interior design trick uh, to spruce up the place to make it look a little bigger Um, that is one of the biggest things in interior design when you pop a mirror down it naturally makes the room look um, sometimes twice as big one and a half times bigger Um, so to definitely be careful of that but it also brings me to another point where we are all living in our own homes, right? So we want to live in a nice, comfortable place. And when you go to a showroom, it's been treated by expert interior designers. So what I like to do when I go into a show is I, I get out my pen and paper, right? I note certain things that I realize, like mirrors, for example, position of mirrors, types of mirrors. Um, all of these little things which I can then take and apply into my own unit right to kind of spruce it up uh, a DIY without having to spend so much money so you can actually do all this yourself so the next time you go into a show flat have a look at all this uh, <laughs> be as opinionated as possible right and then uh, take this back with you
0: back home yeah that's a good trick visiting show flats for home decor tips that you can use in your mm-hmm. own homes not just for first-time buyers uh, Ruben we've been talking about the physical stuff stuff you can touch and feel so let's move on to the more intangible stuff the numbers what should some of the questions be when you talk about costs and fees? What should you be asking?
1: A big one that we tend to let slip is really maintenance costs, depending on how big the development is, how small it is uh maintenance costs can really vary right and you're paying that monthly, uh which as an investor will impact your cash flow as a homeowner, it would impact your You know, your total sum That you're paying per month So 5, 10, 15 years down the road That's going to accumulate So very important to learn About maintenance costs That's a very big one And to factor that into Your your pricings Apart from your ABSDs And all that Mm. stuff Because units are most of the time release in batches, right? When you, we're talking about new launch um, developments, you don't see that developers release all the units at once. Uh, I, I mean, unless, of course, the demand is really high, which is not always the case. So always ask about unit batches, right? And while you're asking about when this units will be released, uh, how many units will be released at this point, also ask about discount rates, right? It's always worth a shot. And while you're at that, ask why. Why is this condo more expensive than the condo next door? For example, that's one thing I like to do, or or even why this condo is so cheap compared to all the condos around. When you ask these questions, naturally, promoters, agents, there will have to their answer will be related to the USPs of this particular project. So very quickly, you get to sift all these things out. Like, oh, you know, this condo is so expensive because uh, it comes with luxury fittings, right? Uh, Because of the massive facilities you're going to have. So immediately, you have a rough idea, and then you can pop your research from there.
0: Yeah, very good tip. If you don't ask, you don't get it. (laughs) Well, Mm. let's let's also talk about what to look out for, not just in the show flat, but outside the show flat, where the show flat is, because that's pretty much where you are going to be living. Your neighbourhood. What are some of the things you need to consider, Ruben?
1: One very big thing for me is road noise. Um, I'm a writer. You know, we we write at stacked and. Obviously, it's very important to have um, silence as much as possible. So you can always plug in, right? But then some, once you, you can't be plugged in the entire day. Um, and if, especially for those who are working from home, and this brings uh, light to the current climate, like right, the COVID-19 issue where people are working from home, uh, a lot of people are beginning to realize that, hey, my flat is actually really, really noisy, right? So the thing is, show flats are not always where the actual development is going to be located. And so it's very important to go and wrecky the place. Go and have a look at a location. Is there a kopitiam downstairs? Uh, can you easily get makan downstairs? Right? Uh, how's your your groceries? Like, any schools nearby? All these kind of things. But really, for me, the the biggest pet peeve I have is um, road noise. So on a personal side, just just be careful with that, right? Uh, always make sure that if you're buying a lower unit, especially uh, if it's a low-rise development, think about it, right? Uh, see if you're going to be impacted by road noise then. Mm.
0: Well, will run through a couple of things from the physical to the intangibles. Ruben, just to wrap things up, what are some of the you know, quick tips for people looking mm. to buy property? Really, there, there are so many things.
1: Um, one big thing is really to speak to the experts. Uh, and I don't mean agents. I don't mean us. You know, you speak to as many people who have an experience of even buying a place, right? Investors, uh, landlords, people that you know. Because they are always going to have um, some kind of experience, some kind of feedback, and through that, you can learn a lot of things. Probably the biggest thing is to remember that you, as as a home buyer, as an investor, you have your individual needs and wants, which could vary from 90% of other people, right? So you have to sit down. You have to, you know, sit with your spouse, with your kids, or if you're single, you know, get a piece of uh, paper, some pen. Um, Write down what are your biggest needs, right? What are your biggest wants? And through that, you can go about having a look at um, whatever developments, whether it's resale, whether it's new launch, and to always take uh, things with a pinch of salt, right? Always have um, additional options available because if you're going to go to, let's say, if you pre-pick a resale condo, right? And you're like, hey, I really like this place. Nah, the facilities are really good and everything. But then you realize that, hey, there, there actually isn't any units there for, for, for sale right now. So always have a bunch of options uh, available and always cater to your needs and wants because at the end of the day, you are the home buyer and you deserve nothing less.
0: Yeah, those are very valuable tips and some tricks to look out for as well. Uh, at the show flat, I've been chatting with Ruben Dhanaraj. He is a partner at Stacked Homes and you can find out more from his website stackhomes.com forward slash editorial so this has been the risk report i'm ryan huang and we'll catch you next time the risk report is a production of sph radio it's hosted and produced by ryan huang you can also find us on itunes google podcast and streaming on google home